Chapter 5 Monday, 14th of March, 2039, 10 a.m. Solicitor Paul Granger rummaged, bad-tempered through his desk drawers. Why could he never find anything when he wanted it? He slapped his hand down in frustration, picked up the phone, cradled the receiver by his ear, and pressed a button. Yes? Freya, where's Mr. Hunter's will? Mr. Hunter? Darren Hunter, his will, where is it? I need to see it. Find it. Paul slammed down the phone. Stephen had interviewed him and in doing so had kept him up to date with the situation. He couldn't believe this was happening. How could this turn out in any way that could be construed as good? So he had decided to refresh his memory. After all, if Laurel and Darren had died, he would need to put in progress inheritances and the like. The click of Freya's heels was audible in the corridor. She came in and put a manila folder down on the desk. Paul waved her away without a word. He watched her out of sight, ogling. His divorce from Serena was acrimonious and costing him a fortune. She was demanding half of his future earnings as part of the settlement. She seemed determined to bleed him dry. Tuesday, 15th of March, 2039, 9 a.m. Dr. Adrian Benson passed a tired hand over his eyes. He'd been in theatre for over twelve hours, saving the life of someone who would probably die in the next critical forty-eight-hour time period. If he didn't, he would leave the hospital, not change his diet and have a heart attack within the next five years. Sometimes he wasn't sure why he did this job. Patients never took advice anymore. A straight thirty-six-hour shift, and for what? Rochelle told him he worked far too hard. Stephen had told him what happened and interviewed him, but he couldn't shed much light. He had a horrible feeling that he would be battling to save both of them soon. He groaned in frustration. He needed caffeine. He went into the doctor's lounge. Dr. Thomas Seabrook was lying across two adjacent chairs. His eyes were closed, but there were shadows under them. Do you want coffee? Adrian asked. That would be good, Thomas replied, still obviously a New York boy. How are things? Adrian asked. Not good. Courtney's going crazy. The Laurel and Darren thing. Yeah, she's convinced something happened to them. She might not be wrong, Adrian sighed. I know, but I don't know what to do. She doesn't sleep and has hysterics at three every morning. I don't know how to comfort her. She's your goddaughter. Do you think you could have a word? Adrian put two steaming cups of coffee down on the table between them. He took a chocolate digestive biscuit from the terracotta tin. He sat down, seeming deep in thought. I'll try, but she won't listen to me. There's only one thing that'll make her happy. They need to come home. She'll never recover if they don't. I've got another three hours to go. Thomas agreed. He checked his watch and drained his coffee cup in one swallow. He got up and stretched. You and Rochelle should come to dinner on Sunday. Thomas suggested. I'll have to ask her and let you know. Adrian replied. Thomas nodded and left the room. Adrian left the hospital. He'd finally finished his shift.